Welcome to another episode of Paul's on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today we've got Ed Spears from Eaton, and we're going to talk about uh, data centers and power scalability and all kinds of stuff, but data centers, I, no, no pun intended, that's a pretty big subject. Isn't it, Ed? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to, uh, glad to be able to, uh, to provide some information. I'm glad, I really am glad to have you here. But, yeah, as I was saying, no pun intended, data centers are a really big issue. I mean, you've got facility issues. You've got system issues. You've got infrastructure issues. You've got backup issues. And every single aspect of the facility needs power. That's exactly true. And uh, it's extremely important that that power be available 100% of the time. And uh, it's really uh, the primary reason why we, as a purveyor of uh, power solutions, it's really why we exist. And uh, some of these data centers, as you mentioned, can be very large. They can use quite a bit of power. Uh, and uh, a few decades ago, the philosophy uh, was generally just to uh, get a big building or build a big facility and uh, populate the infrastructure with things like gigantic air conditioning systems and huge UPS systems. And the thought at the time was, well, I'll always have enough capacity because I put it in on day one. However, mm-hmm. we're noticing nowadays that uh, no longer do they want to operate uh, with an over-provisioned system. They need a modular, scalable architecture that allows them to pay as they grow. That makes a lot of sense, Ed. I mean, uh, there are vendors out there who try to sell modular systems, but they're usually for like mid-scale and smaller scale enterprises. When you're talking about a really big facility, how much scalability can you get in there? Because as you point out, a lot of these guys are building these facilities up front with some kind of uh, idea of future total capacity. That's right, and we still do need to have some idea of how big the system could possibly get. And when you start talking about large data centers, you are talking about modular systems that grow in bigger blocks. You know, uh, I tell a lot of clients that there's a good reason why in our car we have one car battery rather than uh, about 150 little D cells connected together. It's not always practical from a cost or reliability uh, standpoint to have a, a million little pieces to make one big piece. On the other hand, if you do have the ability to start with only what you need and add a little bit or add a lot when and if you need the extra capacity, that's all about the flexibility. And our clients are telling us they simply can't afford anymore to operate inefficiently with an oversized infrastructure. They need to be able to have uh, access to the power capacity that they need and only what they need, and they need to be able to add whenever they want to without disrupting the critical operations of a typical data center. Got it. Got it, Ed. Now, um, so then, then let's put that a little bit more in focus. What is Eaton doing to address this need? What are, are you developing new product lines? Are you just changing the way you present the devices? Are you creating secondary systems? How are you handling this? Well, for the last, uh, most, inten- most intensely in the last three or four years, we've been transitioning our uninterruptible power supply or UPS product line to one that is modular and scalable. So today you have uh, modular UPS systems that are as small as three kilowatts and as big as multiple megawatts. And again, mm-hmm. each big box is a bunch of little UPSs in that box. 
and uh, they allow the user to add uh, as needed. Not only does it give you the scalability that they desire, but it also gives you a modular concept that says uh, if I need redundancy or N plus one redundancy, which is extremely common in the data center business, Mm -hmm. Additionally, that meant buying multiple expensive machines and uh, using a lot of floor space and a lot of CapEx. Uh, Nowadays, if I have a modular machine, I can build the N plus one redundancy in on a smaller scale and have that extra availability and reliability without having to double expenses for everything from floor space to air conditioning. Well, and that makes a lot of sense because you can literally – have all of your profits leak out the doors and through the ducting and out the systems where all of your inefficiencies are because, as you pointed out, a lot of people used to overbuild, but now the margins are coming so tight they can't. That, that's exactly right, and quite frankly, a lot of our large data center clients are what we call multi-tenant data centers or co-location houses uh, along with the large enterprise users, etc., and they are extremely big on TCO or total cost of ownership. They need their power supplier or power vendor to be able to give them tangible evidence of how they will save money both up front on day one and down the road if they use a particular vendor solution. So things like total cost of ownership means that they need to optimize their upfront capex, don't over-provision and over-supply. They also need and require the best efficiency from their UPS systems and power distribution systems because of the cost of power and because any inefficiency results in heat output that is undesirable and then has to be removed from the facility via the air conditioning. So even a percent or two of efficiency improvement will actually swing the decision for many of our big clients as to which vendor's UPS to buy. Uh, We also find in these big uh, uh, co-location data centers that uh, sometimes uh, they don't want to overspend on a central UPS for the entire building uh, with lots of redundancy and lots of flexibility when only 25% of their clients are going to require some of the high-performance features. So they will put in a more basic UPS system to support the whole building, but for those 25% of their tenants, really need, for example, a dual bus architecture, which is rather expensive, they'll do that at the tenant level. In other words, uh, they'll put UPSs at the end of each row of IT equipment uh, that allow uh, a more redundant operation for the clients that are willing to pay extra for that. Mm-hmm. So now, what kind of support do you offer? Let's say I walk in the front door and I go, okay, guys, hook me up. What kind of hand-holding am I going to get from you as far as uh, system design, development assistance, implementation, deployment, where where does Eaton step in as a, as a, as a partner? Well, we've uh, devoted considerable uh, effort and, uh, and uh, 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 planning into being able to be a turnkey vendor here. In other words, uh, we build, design, manufacture, deploy, service, 
uh, all of the equipment uh, and the systems that we make along with the engineering services to go with that. That means if you need us to help design a system or design for you and manage the project uh, once the award is made from the manufacturer and the logistics of getting the equipment on site, getting it all installed and commissioned or started up and ready to go and uh, performing the final testing, uh, that's the kind of thing that we can do uh, on a turnkey basis. On the other hand, if you have an existing system and you need assistance with things like, let's say, I'm a hospital data center, I'm located in a very old building, and I'm having grounding problems. I need a relatively independent expert to come in and do an analysis and give me a report and tell me what needs to be done to make my life easier. And keep in mind, a lot of our end-user clients are computer and networking experts they're not necessarily power experts. So we mm -hmm. offer both the design manufacturer and also the engineering services to make it all go together, up to including doing the entire job and handing over the key. Got it, got it. That's great. Now, what I, unfortunately, this is a podcast. We do have a time limit, and I'd love to talk some more about this. In fact, we'll try to drag you back on the show. We can go over some more of this downstream. But uh, for now, before I let you go, though, I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word in my show. So it could be a little bit more about the uh, product, the marketplace, or uh, just something as a tip for the audience. But the floor is yours. I think I would uh, would like to speak just briefly about uh, uh, the monitoring and management of a power system once it's installed and operating. In data centers, uh, we know that the vast majority of our users are uh, usually are using virtualization, both for their processing and also for their data storage. And the reason they do that primarily is to save hardware cost and physical space. But a virtualized system also decouples the actual IT processing from a given specific piece of hardware. It allows the client, if they have enough bandwidth, to say if something happens in facility A, I can literally transition all of that IT processing very quickly to spare capacity in facilities B and C. And the UPS system can actually participate in this process by detecting a power event or a power problem like a utility failure or the failure of a generator to come online and begin that process, which in VMware's uh, language is known as a vMotion transition. It migrates mm -hmm. the data seamlessly without interruption from an affected facility and spreads it around unaffected facilities and does so with no interruption and absolutely seamlessly and automatically. And that just works for more peace of mind for the end user. It's not just the nuts and bolts and the hardware of a power protection system, but the ability to provide flexibility and therefore availability to the end user. And that's what Eaton is all about. And I'd recommend if you need more information or want to look into this, if you go to eaton.com slash 93pm or slash 9395, you can get information on our latest capabilities in UPS products. Excellent. Thanks a lot. And I appreciate you giving uh, the audience some places to go look. It's, I think it is very important to uh, actually take a look at these systems, take a look at these processes, because as you pointed out, Ed, I mean, it really behooves the infrastructure manager to not waste anything today. That's right, and, and uh, one of the things they don't want to waste is time, so they need a quick way via Internet to find out the important information and what they care about, and then uh, if they have questions, they have a, a quick way to get in touch with us. 
Excellent. Well, hey, Ed, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. It was really fun. Well, I was glad to be here, and hopefully we'll get to talk again soon. We shall. And I'd also like to thank everybody out there in the audience for being with us today, because we wouldn't be here without you, so tell your friends. This is Alex Paltz for Paltz on Power. Have a great day.